0: This is George O'Connor. This is Riley Brown. This is Bobby Timoney. And this is the Hypothetical Island Podcast.
1: Hypothetical Island. Hypothetical Island. Are you gonna stay? Are you gonna swim the round of Poseidon? Are you gonna pray? Do you-
0: Okay, listeners, we all know the drill. Week after week after week, Riley Brown and our esteemed guests is, are tricked through the deceitful actions of the Greek god of the sea, Poseidon, to go on a comics-themed cruise. There's been variations here and there, but this is the general gist. And once they're out at sea, Poseidon sinks the ship with all hands on board, killing everybody, making the comics fans into bloated corpses, which our guest and Riley will cling to in an attempt to save their lives, before they are sent to choose between two islands, which have been cunningly crafted for them by the Olympian god. Each of these islands is designed to... They're they're always equally capable of supporting human life, and that's about where the similarity ends. They're designed to be... Sometimes uncomfortable, sometimes doubt-right hellacious. Sometimes they're actually kind of cool, but there is there's a choice. A, an awesome one or two in there. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> there's one that is meant to be shitty, and Riley outwits Poseidon, and it actually turns out to be pretty cool. But the choice must be made. <laughs> you have to choose between one of these two islands. And this week will be no different. Riley? Yes. <laughs> because... <laughs> We've established each time it's a different temporal counterpart from you. You never learn from your mistakes. You get that little notice in the mail says, Hey, will you be our guest of honor on a cruise for comics fans? A cruise for comics fans? Oh, boy. Hot diggity damn, <laughs> you say. And you say, See you later, wife. Bye, kids. And you slam the door in their face <laughs> and you run out wearing your best Hawaiian shirt and your coolest jams.
1: <laughs>
0: Bobby <laughs> Timoney across the country a similar event unfolds for you. You just, you run out the door. The two, uh, hmm. Yeah. The only Where, difference is
2: I have my choice of Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> you have more than one. one. <laughs> my best Hawaiian shirt is my
0: only Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this cruise leaving from now? That's a good question.
2: Uh, I guess we'll have to meet in the middle, like in middle America and then sail Kansas. from there. It's, like, it's one of those Kansas. Kansas. It's a Kansas cruise. So, <laughs> i'm sure there's i'm sure there's
0: like a life-size rec- replica of noah's ark in the middle of the country somewhere then that can be our cruise okay, <laughs> that would yeah. suck that would be a terrible cruise i don't no, know a I, of, of, I like animals. shovel
2: but you know
0: how about this cruise? let's just say <laughs> Florida. you're on the you're on the wang okay, of the country, and it's a big like carnival type cruise thing nice. and you guys have pretty nice uh cabins you see each other like oh Wait, I don't know why I made your voice like <laughs> there, Riley. Like, Oh, I thought that was my voice. Riley. <laughs> Riley, you see Bobby and you're like, Bobby! Wait, is it Bobby? Because listen, <laughs> know. Bobby knows is a twin. So you have whenever you meet Bobby, you kinda gotta you gotta check. There's different ways you can check. Name check under like the hood. it wasn't yeah. a, it didn't it used to be as difficult. Because the twin had the facial hair, but now Bobby has facial hair, too. And so it's very I convenient. occasionally Bob have
2: facial hair. It keeps growing back. So sometimes I let it.
0: Well, I'm sure the <laughs> listeners at home can hear the facial hair over the uh, over the recording. Right? It comes through in 20. my voice. Mm-hmm. So somehow or another, he establishes that you are, in fact, Bobby Timoney. <laughs> and and <he's> like, <laughs> he <"Okay.">
1: has ways. <laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs>
0: Thankfully. <laughs> and the two of you take your spots of honor at the like the little con section of this cruise. And Riley, even though you really shouldn't remember previous cruises, you kind of do because we've been inconsistent on this point. And you <laughs> you can't help but shake that there's a little bit of a like almost phoned in perfunctory quality to this cruise. There's nothing you can put your finger, there's nothing you could say like those decorations are subpar. Or those Harley Quinn people, like they're just not doing the costume right. It just feels like <laughs> almost <laughs> like it was put together without the same level of care. Oh, let's say okay. it's not a little chintz. See, I mean, no wonder I was invited. Carnival Cruise is usually <laughs> top of the line, you know? Yeah,
2: and and that's
0: the thing. You you really can't say what's wrong. It just feels like it's maybe it's just the repetition of your temporal counterpart doing this so many times. Oh. You're just feeling like it's a weird déjà vu. i, I just been on so many cruises that i'm getting snobby about it yeah you're getting a blase maybe it just doesn't have the same the same excitement anymore so you're like Mm -hmm. okay but it's just i'm just mentioning this it's just a weird nagging feeling you have nothing that you could even articulate enough not even to tell your good friend bobby timoney who's sitting next to you now bobby this is a brand new experience for you so you're just like this is great i've never
2: been on a comics cruise
0: I put the shrimp in my pocket, which is a move (laughs) that Riley's told you about. Riley likes to save the pocket pocket. shrimp. Yep. i will save it for later, you know. Yeah, for later. You never know. And then you hear. You never know when you want a room temperature shrimp that's been in your pocket all day. (laughs) Pressed up against your moist flesh. Yeah. You hear a noise like metal tearing. And Riley, even this doesn't have the same sharpness it normally does. sounds maybe like normally you could almost hear the sound of an Olympian ripping apart the metal hull with his trident gifted to him Mm. by the Cyclopes. This time it just kind (laughs) of sounds like maybe just raking against an iceberg or something. It just, something feels a little less special. Boat sinks. One of those unimpressive cruise ship crashes, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And you've been through, in some sense or another you've been through like upwards of 70 of these at this point as we <laughs> sink the band is playing and they're just not on their game Yeah, you see Billy Zane he's like shooting at somebody but like he does he's not even trying was, half-heartedly yeah <laughs> you see a person there's a door that's clearly big enough for two people neither of them try singing on it they just both sink it's like <laughs> <laughs> and that, next thing you know it's just sure enough it's just you and bobby clinging to the bloated corpse of a comics fan somebody was asking you for a drawing of deadpool just
2: moments right. before oh yeah this guy yeah. i didn't even finish his commission i guess i'll stop Ain't working no. on it i'm gonna hold his hand under the water a little bit <laughs> you already paid right wait,
1: wait, wait, yeah wait,
0: he already you reach in his pocket slip out an extra 20 <laughs> <laughs> just hold him on i mean he's not gonna use it right <laughs> Now, Bobby, this is a this is a traumatic experience for you. It's a traumatic experience for both of you, but Riley's gone through this a lot of times. She so turned to Riley for guidance. He's like, hold on, it's coming. He's being very blasé about this whole thing. And then the water separates and this figure rises up and it's not Poseidon. What? Yeah, oh. I, I will describe this figure. Well, she she presents, I'm going to say, as a female with certain caveats. Because she's a female from, like, the waist up. She's wearing, like, a little purple, like, clamshell bra. She's got, like, red hair, big green eyes. Um, Okay. (laughs) From the waist down, however, she's a fish. Oh, okay. okay. Bright orange hair. Wait, a male fish or a female fish? Hmm, I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Here> it <come. laughs> but it would yeah sometimes you just want to know these things Basically, we can cut her open and check for eggs <laughs> that's one way to do it but i, I don't know okay um she has uh glasses she has an ipad and she identifies herself as poseidon's personal assistant oh. turns out she was the person who put this particular cruise together Oh, I see. Uh, this is Riley. Half-assed. This might explain it's not that she half-assed it. It's just that she's doing an imitation of a master. Right. She just, her A game is not Poseidon's A game. Yeah. This is her first time. You should actually be very supportive because she also yeah. looks remarkably like Ariel, the little mermaid who is <laughs> <canonically> <laughs> Poseidon's granddaughter. So, you know, yes. And she introduces herself because this is her first time. You know, she says, hello, I'm Poseidon's personal assistant. And she looks down at her notepad and she goes, you must be Riley Brown. And then she turns to you and she goes, and you must be Tim Bobbini. Oh man. So close. I will correct her. <laughs> you don't correct her. I do.
2: I do. I'm you not going to let that
0: stand. And she's like, Oh, so that must be your twins name. Uh,
2: mm. No, no, I don't have <laughs> That's how twin. that
0: works. That's not how twins work. It's not like one is named Bobby Timoney. My twin's name is Peter Timoney. Hmm. And And she looks down. She makes a couple of notes on her iPad. And she goes, I understand now why Poseidon assigned this one to me. And she gives you a side-eyed look. She goes, he doesn't trust twins. He finds Uh, them unnatural.
2: Anti-twinist, I see. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Weird, right?
0: A little. A Aren't Apollo and Artemis? That's exactly a- why he doesn't. Oh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> have, you,
2: have you heard their myth? They're always murdering everybody.
0: He yeah, that's true. That's a,
2: I, each I, other. Yeah. That's Good a really point. small sample size for twins, though. Maybe I can change his opinion. <laughs> you know,
0: and you also have like that's also like their
2: fraternal twin. Wait, is that the term when they're brother and sister? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you well, frith- can call it or... fraternal, which means you, brother you can and, you can be brother and brother and also fraternal.
0: Mm. They need to have come up with a new name for that. I declare um, it. We'll take it up with the <laughs> biologists. It's called the Poseidon Twins. So this is a Poseidon's assistant. Let's just, for lack of a better name, call her Ariel. She's sure. running this one for you. And you're bobbing in the water, clinging to the you know corpse of this dead guy who you just stole extra money from, who you're supposed to a Deadpool. And she gives you a choice between two islands, both equally capable of supporting human life. And that's really where the similarity ends. From your vantage point, low in the water, you can actually see these islands... And I often will, in these descriptions, start off saying that they look like desert islands or New Yorker cartoons and and roll it back. This time they straight up do. Like these, normally they're like big, sprawling jungle things, more like something like from Skull Island or Lost or something. But these, uh, this is like, you could see that these islands are pretty small. There's maybe like three palm trees. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Huh. Mister, so not much you, not much space to spread out there. No. I mean, or is it like a play. big island with only three palm trees or is it just a island that can only fit three yeah. palm trees? It's actually difficult to tell from your point of view. They might be giant palm trees like Redwoods, but oh. it looks like it's a pretty small island with okay. uh, just about three trees. Um, okay. Mr. Tim Bobany as our <laughs> guest, <laughs> you've corrected her. She doesn't seem to get it. I don't know okay. if I'm showing her point. Uh, would you like to choose which of the two islands you would like to visit first—the island on the left or the island on the right?
1: You get to take
0: a hypothetical tour. You don't have to choose until you get to see, like, like the circumstances. And there is a huge caveat. Oh, right. well, I, I have a question, real quick. Yes. Um, so, Ariel here, as we're yeah. calling her, is that her name, or is yes. that? Yes, she's Ariel okay. yeah. Is she part of a band with? Sea creatures, this way, the famous movie character is also, you know, in her youth when she was messing around with dingle hoppers and other things like that, she did. Mm-hmm. But, um, the flounder died, ah, uh. and um, Scuttle died, hmm. and the octopus, because I'm pretty sure it was an octopus, didn't get a name, died, and her <laughs> sisters all left, everyone died. Okay, well, that's sad uh, and relevant to that, uh, the clamshells, yes. Were they friends of hers beforehand?
2: Yes. Or were you, you they always... Her, her living bra? A bra. <laughs> yeah. Her, <laughs> a, uh, it, was, it was her first friend, Clambo. Oh, <laughs> oh. She, she honors Clambo's memory. Yeah. By, by wearing Clambo. If you
1: were to go to her underwear
2: bra, <laughs> crado, it's no longer filled with artifacts of man's
0: world because she's seen it. She had legs. She walked around. Now her artifact is filled with the skeletal remains of all her dead Finney friends. Is oh. also her wardrobe, which is also, her, and sometimes she wears them. <laughs> but lucky you caught her in a day where it was Clambo, because some days she just wears like kind of like a weird cartoon fish that's like it's you know, it's flounder.
1: Oh no, <laughs> It gives a lot oh, of no.
0: coverage on one side, and the other side just kind of doesn't because like he has a giant head. He actually, he's all just head, isn't he? he was very big. He wasn't yeah. actually a flounder either, which was I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> so, so Mr. Bobbini which uh, i
2: yes see first left or right? uh what do you think Riley? let's let's go left
0: left yes, yeah let's left. pick left that makes sense so they both i was about to her. say there was a big caveat and there's no better way to and demonstrate this caveat you realize as soon as you said put on this this it doesn't have the same level of depth of world building poseidon brings to it so this is her doing it. <laughs> He has power, okay. but he doesn't have. She's not an Olympian. She's Ariel's right, first
1: island. <laughs> yeah,
0: and she's just getting started. She's got, you know, yeah. Poseidon's done this 70 somewhat times, and yeah. she's just. Is, is she up.
2: open to constructive criticism?
0: No, not at all. She doesn't <laughs> oh, even okay. to change, try to correct her, her name. All oh, um, right. <laughs> and she didn't, she kind of made a mess up with the coding, so to speak. I've established that when Poseidon creates these islands, he's, he's, he's actually creating them from like the essence of the universe like his own willpower and he's like rewriting the laws of reality she does it too but she doesn't realize to include the very important detail that the two of you are not beholden to go to the same island if Bobby likes oh. island A and Riley likes island B that's normally not a problem they split but this time the two of you need to be in agreement oh you're stuck on this island together oh, okay And in this island, because you chose the island on the left, it's quite literally because the second you step foot on land, Riley, you feel a weird rumbling in your tummy. Bobby, you do as well. (laughs) A fleshy stalk erupts from your navels. And (gasps) they reach out and they kind of entwine around each other and fuse. Oh, no. (laughs) The two of you are. Oh, our navel vines have tied up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and you are conjoined twins via your navel. It's oh. about the width and length of a paper towel tube. <laughs> this weird umbilical cord that, like, connects us? No, question here's it. the thing. Within moments <laughs> of reaching the air, it becomes hard. Not like not like, not like in a boner way. Like in, like, a chitinous Like, it becomes hard as steel. Oh, okay. So, severing like, this... It's like a pipe. Yes, it's like a pipe that attaches... And it goes inside you. It's not surface because like it like it roots into your digestive system. So it's like, not like just our belly buttons came untied somehow and nope. like reconnected to each other. Yeah, you're here, here's the thing. Riley, I,
2: I already have a twin at home. So, so at best, you'd have to be my conjoined triplet.
0: <laughs> well, except, that's, <laughs> a, that, see, that's an interesting <laughs> conundrum, because if you're a triplet, am I also brothers with your with Peter?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I guess retroactively. But the bad news is, you have to take all my other brothers and sisters too.
0: No, I mean, I guess <laughs> you'd have to take mine. I've got two of them. They're not that bad, right. but your Peter are number family. five and six.
2: You're okay. never seeing your families
0: again. Oh, That's true. We're on an island, so it doesn't you matter. Could, you could maybe, okay. Bobby. You could maybe start calling Riley Peter if he's, you know, new, new Pete. New Pete. <laughs> no, no, don't like that. Okay. So okay, wait, wait, how, <laughs> how long is this strange stomach pipe between us? It's yeah, what's the our travel tube. distance? It's like about. Uh, oh wait, you know what? I said it's about the length of a paper towel tube. Which so is the width big, of that? I thought. Width and length. Oh. I'll give you like an extra. That's not long enough, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a little bit extra, but not
2: much. Let's That's say eight inches. So this other island looks more and more attractive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not enough, like elbow room to like. Well. Like we can't even
1: stand next to island? each other really,
0: you know? I describe right. rest of the island. I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, wait, wait I am I on the care. left or the right? That's the is left too. island. You're facing each other. Oh, we're facing each other. Constantly facing each other.
2: Okay.
0: So, left or right is totally relative in this instance. Um, you have uh there is a small uh, cottage that's there. Uh, cottage is maybe just a hut. And it has a custom-made sleeping bed thing with like a giant body pillow that goes in between the two of you. So at least when you're sleeping, you have like between you. Also, Ariel's understanding. Is she... one of those sexy anime body pillows? I was just going to say, it <laughs> gives you a choice of whichever anime character you want printed on your side. Oh, awesome.
1: Yeah. So you're like, you can be like,
0: you might even be so daring as to say, I want Ariel the Little Mermaid on mine.
2: And I don't just know if I would be brave enough to say that to Ariel's have... face. Oh,
0: yeah, I think it's bad. <laughs> At this oh. point, though, just to screw her over, because this is quite, you know. She's trying, guys. That's all I can say. Just, yeah, this is hard. <laughs> Ariel's trying. Um, so there's changes of clothes for you and stuff. There's a little. Wait, 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 wait. We can't there. just breeze past that. Bobby. What? Who's on your sexy anime?
2: Pillow? All right, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> Does it have to be an anime person?
0: No, she's gonna be. Uh, but I think it's best if they are animated. But can I make an anime drawing of my own wife? <laughs> uh, well, she's never, dude. You don't what? have to do that. She's no. never gonna see you again.
2: Yeah, she's oh, never gonna right. see
0: you again. You're joined to Riley. <laughs> right?
2: She'd be like, "Anime yeah. drawing of my own this wife? Is not is what I trying. signed up for." All right. So, yeah. I can make an OC anime girl who's uh, super awesome in every way in all the ways that matter. Let the record <laughs> be disappointed <laughs> in, in mis-
1: yeah. oh, this. What? This oh, is that a cop is, out? This is a cop out. Riley, who are you doing? All right. Half, man. Are you,
2: all right, Riley, who are you think?
1: I can go with man, Evelyn. Man. It could I be uh... it to Evelyn.
2: <laughs> Evelyn, good choice. All right, wait, what's
1: <laughs>
0: Filmation drawing or like from um, the. Actually,
2: the uh the original donation one yeah. nice uh, all right that's oh, a good nice. choice that's pretty good that's pretty yeah. good evil um, limb body pillow for bobby <laughs> i guess
0: i'm a big record of lotus war fan so i was gonna go with deedlet i think oh no you know what who's the bad elf girl in that that's what Ooh, i'm going with.
2: bad elf girl good choice
0: yeah, I mean, if listen, if you're going to go sexy anime pillow, you got to go. Evelyn's kind of like a bad elf, too. Doesn't she
2: have
1: pointy ears? Right, right. A... No, she has regular ears. She's got, that ears. Helmet. She's
0: She's got helmet. cool silver hair, though. She, she does. Mean, yeah, like hair. a grandma.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it's like. Oh, no, wait. Her... The the elf chick I was talking about, I think she has white hair, too. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. You elf you, Sexy anime grandmas. All right, so the pillows have been chosen. Uh, you there have are two a... separate pillows, right? No, no, because you're attached so closely. It's like. It's, oh, the pillow looks like a big it's laying on the bed it's like a big letter C there's a groove that you kind of have to lay your 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 connecting navel shaft in it goes through it. Oh cuz there's only 18 <laughs> inches there. But because there is magic involved, you know how those pillows like you can flip them over and like it's the back side of the anime character? You oh, could yeah? you kind know, of like you could kind of push a button where it's like like Evelyn turns over, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Wait, okay. and so they're my... animated either one either one oh so it's like an an animated and it has some kind of that's there's a like a, there's some sort of like a power for it to change shape in there yes huh
1: right. not so the body
0: pillow
2: the big draw here for this particular yeah. island as well. body pillows <laughs> uh i haven't described the bathroom yet
0: oh boy oh, no i didn't yeah. even think about that that's, um, oh, there's, no. a, there's a self-standing side of journal that like you can straddle um, <laughs> can i just get like a gatorade bottle or something like that and just carry that yeah, but, around in case I you know it. it feels like Probably, that'd be the easier way to do it what how do you feel about that he's just doing a gatorade battle like he's just like i gotta pee and then you have no place yeah. to look but at riley brown sticking his little riley brown into a gatorade jar and he pees right in front of you i
1: feel, <laughs> I feel you like rather? we're both in
2: the same boat can we so... put a
0: you can, can put a privacy palm leaf in between us right we have right, three right. Right. Just like, privacy with. yeah you, you can also look
2: away <laughs> in
0: theory, blind each other right i mean i listen we're two dudes. We're probably gonna be we have the whole right. beach to ourselves. We're gonna be writing all our beach. names on the sand and stuff. It'll be fun.
2: We're I feel like we're gonna get used to each other's junk pretty quickly in this, <laughs> this scenario. Yeah, it's definitely it's, gonna be yeah. very
1: and here's Eventually the it's the gonna lose scene. all
2: stigma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but not all
0: smegma. It's oh oh.
2: <laughs> here can I can I tell oh. you the real
0: tragedy here? Sure. It gets worse. Be so intimately familiar with the fronts of each other's, you will never see each other's butts because oh, right. you, right. you have a rigid pipe attaching you to at the navel. <laughs> the rigidness of it is it's like you can't even this is
2: very unwholesome i'm not sure
1: I hope <laughs> <laughs> you have to, like walk george. sideways
0: anywhere like just moving around would be a pain in the ass it really I would
1: the you way have i would walk everywhere
0: because i i made pictures
1: oh you...
0: <laughs> I've seen just... <laughs> drawing george <laughs> it's not it's not good um I think you would probably like there's definitely crab walking, but there's also you would eventually trust each other so much that you would just take turns. Somebody walks forward and somebody walks backward and That's you just, I'd job. rather crab walk walking backwards kind of sucks. You could also go, like forwards, the person walking backwards, is not going to be going fast enough to be a satisfying forward. Yeah. Walk. I
2: have a, a reputation for clumsiness. So I probably will have to do a craft ball occasionally. Oh my God. And then I'm just, you just, I'm just gonna have to take you with me when that happens.
0: What are we, what are we eating on this island? That's a good uh, question. Crabs,
2: coconuts, um, stuff like that. Fish. It's if, one of the
0: islands you got to work <laughs> for your food a little bit more.
2: Now, but if okay. I eat something, can it travel through the pipe to Riley so he can benefit from its nutrients?
0: It absolutely does because your digestive systems are are Interesting.
2: Linked. All right. What it if I eat something Riley's allergic to?
0: Hmm. Well, like, <laughs> wait, do you, that's a good question, Bobby. Do you have any allergies? No,
2: I don't have any allergies. No,
0: I I pretty much don't. I mean, I've, I like mushrooms give me indigestion. That's pretty much it.
2: Uh, it's not oh, going to be mushrooms
0: here because it's, like, it's very <laughs> tropical. So uh, they, they need wet places yeah. to wet, dark places. Um, It would be like, I guess, yeah, I guess that would be a problem if there was like a food you couldn't digest. Pardon me as I burp. <laughs> if, if there was a food you couldn't <laughs> digest well, that would be a problem. <laughs> It seems like if got... I have to burp, can I like hold it in and then it'll like make Bobby burp? It'll make Bobby fart. Oh, that's fine. Uh,
2: yeah. What if but I hold it in a fart? fart? Will the fart come out through Bobby burps? burps? Yeah. <laughs> it smells yeah. terrible. Oh, no. Assured it goes right into
0: your face. <laughs> do we have any other questions about this island? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, next get next get island, please. <laughs> There's enough food to forage. You don't have to work too hard to get it, other than the fact that you're conjoined by a rigid pole at your navels. Um, Oh, and there's television. Wait, do we have television? No, no, absolutely not. No, you just. Bobby makes entertaining faces, so I'll have that. (laughs) Yes. He would put on a little puppet plays for you. Uh, all right, go to the next island. Jesus all Christ.
2: Right. Yeah, let's go to the next
0: island. So you're back with Ariel in the water again, clinging to the corpse. I can't imagine you, it'd be worse than that. You <laughs> both rub your belly real quick and you're happy to discover just your normal navels, not oh, any rigid pole. You're glad just not to be staring into the cold dead eyes of your, of your partner. And then,
1: next <laughs> thing you know, you're on the other island.
0: Same sort of setup. It's really small. There's maybe like three or four palm trees. There's some coconuts. There's some pineapples. There's crabs running about, um, but it's 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 small. It's actually even a little bit smaller than the other one by about half. Uh-huh. And the other one was really small. You really re- and then you see there's like there's the hut. The hut is really only big enough for one of you to be in at a time.
2: Okay. Wow. And there's just there's only one. kind con- a small, small hut. hut. Yeah. It's the yeah. kind where you open the front door and you break the back window.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's and you, it's literally <laughs> you open it up and there's just like one cot that really only would fit one of you unless you laid atop one another. And there's no body pillow, no anime, but there is a little. There's a little head pillow. It looks like flounder. Okay, but I don't know. And um, remember how the other island had multiple changes of clothes?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On this island, there's just one set of clothing. There's one Hawaiian shirt, one set of flip flops, and one American flag speedo. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is Donald Duck in it. And you don't really maybe notice it right away because you do see like you may like oh there's like pineapples here there's like coconuts there's crabs running around. Turns out there's really only food for one person to eat and oh. be really full. Oh, thing. So, hmm, hunger would be an issue. Huh? And it's just not just the hunger. It's everything like just there's only enough here for one person. Hmm. <laughs> but there's two of you. Yeah, there is, isn't there?
2: Yeah, there is, Yeah. You know what? Oh. There isn't, though. What? A rigid pipe connecting. us. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that, but
0: there are two rigid pipes just laying there. They they look like if you were to pick them up, they'd have a good heft. They're metal. They could definitely, you could definitely kill someone with these pretty easy. Is what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, these these are our weapons. (laughs) Both have to be on this island. Now, I don't know about you. I would chafe at the idea of being made to fight to the death by Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So maybe for a while you try not to, but we've all seen the cartoons. How long is it going to be Riley before you're looking at Bobby and he just becomes a big hot dog?
1: Yeah. Or, a, or <laughs> a turkey Bobby, drumstick.
0: Look, well, that's what Riley becomes. He becomes a big oh, Yeah. yeah I, man, a good hour or two, I guess. We're going to be so, hungry. So a good hour or two passes, you've you've each, you've each eaten like half a crab. Oh, no. <laughs> you've had a little bit of pineapple. You're you're both just cuz there's nothing else really to do. You're just you're, you're holding those rigid pipes. You're kind of like feeling the heft happen in your hands just staring at each other you're just like I wonder I w- what happens guys what happens I mean <laughs> I guess we fight to the death do we, we
2: though because I feel like you know what Riley's a, a comics artist of some renown beloved for his Deadpool work and I feel like the world needs him maybe yeah, that's right it does sword. we're gonna
0: clang him right on the head and oh, uh... oh
2: it's like that is it I clang <laughs> him back <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna call this
0: fight in the favor of Riley because he showed no remorse as they did killing you. And you Aww. were trying yeah. So he immediately just he kills you. He devours a portion of your corpse, which is it's weird for a weird hour. hour.
2: Wait, wait, you eat part of me?
0: Well, I mean, there's only one. I mean, there's not enough crabs here. And, and there is if if all I'm eating is things. crabs and coconuts for the rest of forever. I need a little variety. Sure you know? variety. There's no Bobby there. There's us. definitely enough crabs. But you, you eat <laughs> part of Bobby. The rest of him spoils in the sun very quickly. Um, it seems kick... almost more rude to let him spoil in the sun. Well, you don't yeah, have to right? Yeah, right. I, I like... got to feed the crabs with something, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe get more crabs that way. You <laughs> kick his corpse into the water. You go to sleep in the one cot. You kind of like, you know, you hug the flounder pillow. You wake up in the morning. There's Bobby. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, hey. I'm back. Now, Bobby, <laughs> you had a chance to regenerate and relive. Oh, you're holding the, cl- you're, do you just straight up kill Riley now? Oh, is he still asleep? I mean, you're, you have the position. You're outside. You have the clubs.
1: Yeah. He, he's in the room. I, re- know, re- I got a
0: brain, Riley. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> brain, Riley. Do you eat oh, part man. of Riley? Revenge. Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Most murderers Holy, don't have to deal eat. with that. I can take it like a big chunk out of his thigh, I think. Right? You take a big chunk of Riley's some, thigh. Some, some dark meat from Riley. Some Riley thigh.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> the rest of Riley quickly spoils in the sun. You kick him out. Mm-hmm. Riley, the next morning, you find Bobby sleeping, hugging that founder pillow. I like this, the way that world. the person who comes back to life has a bit of an advantage. They do. Because they get, unless they, they, you stay up all night. Yeah.
2: Honestly, this is the way it's going to go down, I think we just take turns killing yeah, each other. This like, sounds,
0: it sounds way better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even and we like, don't we have to kill to each, each other. Like, if we're like, getting mean,
2: lonely from being alone and a murderer on this island, we can be like, well... I, I mean, you know,
0: enough. chances are if we eat enough one day, then the next day we're not hungry, so we don't have to kill each other for a couple minutes. What, what if we, know?
2: like, uh, we start dehydrating some of the seawater and getting the salt from it so that yeah. we can preserve our, our corpses so they don't well, run that's away. That's interesting. Let's or even let's if you just cut
0: them into thin if, enough pieces when I come back
2: would the would there still be like a corpse of me? Like am I am I totally regenerated?
0: See that's a good question because <laughs> we're
2: kicking the we need to ask Ariel the little mermaid this. So
0: um excuse me, Miss Mermaid, um <laughs> if in fact we retain a portion of the corpse of our slain friend and preserve it. Is the person reborn anew from that corpse, or are they just an entirely new entity? She looks down at her pad, types a few things. Entirely new entity. So just okay.
1: Oh,
0: However, so we can
2: stockpile human meat.
0: The meat will spoil magically past, like, a 24-hour period. Oh, uh, okay. All right. But I it's an, an endless, endless supply hours, of it, though. Because, I mean, you okay. could do a, a midnight murder, and then you have a whole day mm-hmm. where we can, you know... Come we'll back. chow down on some Timony. Or
2: <laughs> Yeah, if you kill me like the minute before midnight, and then I yeah. regenerate. We on midnight. Have...
0: So We kind of have to kill each other every other day. Yeah, and if we, we eat didn't... enough, because I think like like one person has more than enough meat in it to like yeah. satisfy. Yeah, I think someone. with the
2: with the added option of cannibalism, I think there's enough food here for both of us.
0: Yeah, I, and I think <laughs> if we planned it out just right, we'd only have to murder each other once every like two or three days you know
2: right yeah unless we're gonna have
0: full each stomachs all right so i want to add a few clarifications here <laughs> you can really only eat like a full stomachs amount before it spoils right okay. so you get like one good meal out of it you could gorge yourself <laughs> However, <laughs> <laughs> there was there is, there is nothing preventing you from incapacitating one another Removing your limbs and slowly eating the person while they're still alive. <laughs> oh, why, wait, why, oh. why? I mean, I'd have to be pretty mad at him for like stealing my anime pill or something like that to like. You don't get your anime pill? Because he comes back cover. every day anyway. This is why. What, Maybe is, you what don't, is the day to day going to be like on this
2: island? <laughs> yeah,
0: being clubbed yeah, it sucks. It hurts. Your bowels release. Sure. Really, you How far out into the ocean can we
2: go before we get teleported back or whatever? <laughs> like three,
0: three feet. You can walk up to your knees. Oh, really? I mean, listen, uh, eventually we're gonna go mad, no matter which yeah. island we're on. And are <laughs> already halfway there. there. Maybe on the, don't on, the be... on the pipe stomach island. Like, what yeah. happens if I kill him there? Because I uh, honestly, I don't think we both survive that more than a week
2: yeah can i like pipe stomach island yeah we we could we could do the the murder island for a week without murdering each other i'm pretty sure but the but the pipe stomach one maybe not
0: (laughs) pipe stomach island i think because you share a digestive system the as the the person you murdered as their body putrefies you would also die a pain. oh no you'd catch the the sepsis or whatever it is yeah yeah no, I, be like that. I want to be, be able to as many coding. times as I want. That sounds like so much. Like, like eventually we can get creative about it, right? It's uh-huh. like, okay, man, let's see how far I can launch you into the ocean or whatever it is. Let, like, let's make a giant catapult and see how far up we can shoot each we, other. We would
2: definitely have to make our own games to stay entertained. Yeah, and like, <laughs> like we. You. So and also
0: we get all these new bones every day that we kill each other. So and we can make the
2: hut bigger. Yeah, you do know? the bones disintegrate or do they stay? They turn into dust. What? That's bullshit. At least they have bone dust.
0: You have the bones for a while. <laughs> you can make you can make like a flute out of like his thigh bone and like play a jaunty right. Tune. Well, we we we'll, we can figure out how to make you know a tent out of like his skin. Like palm tree <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say palm tree <laughs> branches or whatever, but does it wait does it skin is there any part of the person that lasts longer than whatever? Um, the navels. <laughs> the
1: navels.
0: Yep. The rest of the body rots away. Yeah, there's right. a little,
1: we got to save the navels. Of, a
0: little nubbin of tough skin that you can chew a on, like a bit like, of like chewing. Like baby's first scar tissue. All right. Well, yep. I think, I, mean, <laughs> I feel like we both, are we ready to pick Bobby?
2: Yeah. The same island. I don't want to pick the pipe island, man. No,
0: we're definitely picking the murder island.
2: Yeah, murder island. Murder sure. island
0: all the way. Come on.
2: Yeah, we could have fun on Murder Island, at least for a little <laughs> while. But we come back every We are not have to worry about <laughs> shit. Right? I'm sure death is still painful and traumatic, but you yeah, get used to it eventually. You get used to it,
0: like so many other yeah. traumas.
2: Yeah. That's all it is. You got to take your uh, traumatic everyday murder and recontextualize right. it as your new normal.
0: That's the therapist <laughs> problem when they wash up on these shores.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys kill and eat each other every day? Yeah. Yeah. This this <laughs> man it is... really messed us up in the head.
1: <laughs> Hypothetical
0: island. Hypothetical island. Feel the rock of Poseidon. Hypothetical once again, you've been listening to the Hypothetical Island podcast, special twin hating edition. Our special guest today is Tim Bobbini, also known as Bobby Timoney. Mr. Timoney, could you please give a bio of yourself to our fine listeners?
2: Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Bobby Timoney. I am a New Jersey born artist and uh, I draw stuff. (laughs) I have a new graphic novel that that, uh, just came out recently. It's called League of Super Pets. Nice. Great mix up. It is a graphic novel sequel to the animated film starring The Rock. Or if you prefer, and I do, the movie is a prequel to my book.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a good way (laughs) of
2: putting it. (laughs) Does that mean you got to see the movie before everyone else did? No. I I saw it at the same time as everyone else. They didn't even invite me to the premiere. But I will say they did have copies of the book at the premiere. So the work was there, even if I wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> did you immediately kill off the rocks character in your book uh yeah straight away yeah uh, like first he dies days, bloody like and eats a piece of kryptonite guys <laughs> no he does he does encounter some kryptonite in the book though and uh yeah so that that happens <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's cool though i mean that's um i personally I, in a house with two little kids the super pets are a huge uh a huge thing for us so i'm i was psyched when you got this gig because you know i mean i guess i was at your house when you were still That's working right, on it yeah riley year.
2: uh visited me while i was deep into the the graphic novel yeah so i got and, a like, of I a had CP. a yeah i had like a super tight deadline that i was telling them about <laughs> and i was really worried that i wouldn't be able to do it like, come on <laughs> you gotta go to the comic convention yeah but, <laughs> but i went anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no it,
0: yeah it uh turned out awesome
2: yeah thank thank you i've been. Um, yeah, this is, I guess, my first DC proper book. I had oh, a, wow. a DC book also like 10 years ago, but it was a DC imprint called Zuda, which was their yeah. their webcomics imprint. And so right. I had a webcomic on Zuda for a while and they eventually uh, put it into a book and published that. So I guess it's technically my second DC book.
0: But this is your first time doing something with the DC branded characters.
2: Yeah, this is the first time drawing Superman. Yeah. Like, I remember just first time i got my comps and and being open it up to the superman page there's a cool splash page that's on my convention banner and just the the that that feeling of look that's that superman i drew that superman i'm you know i'm part of that story now it's part of the superman legacy yeah the crypto legacy it's a big thing it's a huge honor for especially for someone like me who uh you know who had that goal in life to, to to work on some of these characters and to to realize that and to become what i've always wanted to be well,
0: I, that's one of the fun things about working for marvel and dc is like like it's sort of like even though it's been decades right like mm-hmm. you're still sort of collaborating in a way on with jerry siegel and joel schuster like on the same project that they started so long ago. You know, it's yeah. like, like it's like yeah. the characters are still alive. They're still going on new adventures. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Well hey, said question, like kind of nerdy question. Who sure. is all favorite Superman creative teams? Like when you think Superman <laughs> and you want to read a Superman story, like who is the Superman's
2: that you picture? Uh, I've always been a fan of John Bogdanov's Superman. Ooh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I got to know him uh, in person and he's also a really nice person too. So it's great when you're, when your heroes growing up turn out to be great people also. Yeah. It doesn't always work out that way, but when it does, <laughs> you know, that's a really nice. Thing. Yeah. When you get a chance yeah.
0: to get to know him. I don't, yeah. that's
2: Yeah. Nice. And he was super supportive of me on this project too. And uh, he just, he loved my version of Superman and that felt really good. So.
1: That's that awesome. Yeah. So um, I
2: got to I got to give John the shout out for that one. <laughs>
0: uh man who you know i'm really enjoying dan mora's um uh, uh world's finest that's coming out right mm-hmm. now i think that's pretty great oh uh, i don't jeez there's so many great artists on superman it's i'm trying to think like what is my you know like when i close my eyes what superman do i see
2: there's I yeah there's so many good ones to pick i think john byrne had a really great superman
0: that's the one i think of because when i was a kid i had like a superman puzzle that was i think the cover to one of the you know like man of steel or something like that mm-hmm. um so that's kind of what's burned in my head but also when i think about it john burns not really my you know go-to superman i, don't, I gotta think about that <laughs> it's a tricky one and like yeah. you might i be, like i like when i think of him um when i was growing up like both my parents read comics, not like in a like you know they weren't like Wednesday Warriors, but like we had a healthy amount of comics around the house. My mom had this old hardcover of old Superman stories, and there was like a lot of Wayne Boring and Kurt Swan in there. And yeah, like that's stuff, Wayne Boring, very sure. Wayne Boring's yeah. great. He's the one with the giant barrel chest Superman. Right? Yeah. Oh God, yeah, he's like so thick and like such a little head. And, and- <laughs> 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 Kurt is <Swan stuff laughs> great, and like I love those things. And like you know, like one of my favorite Superman stories of all time is that uh, the Alan Moore capstone to the Silver Age, the uh, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, uh, that's got some nice Kurt Swan first part inked by George Perez, second part I think inked by Kurt Schaffenberger. It's good Kurt stuff. Kurt Schaffenberger,
2: yeah, one of my favorite uh, Lois Lane artists.
0: <laughs> yeah, and apparently that's the only time he ever inked Kurt Swan was is on that,
1: that
2: man. Oh, well,
0: that's yeah, crazy. Is, is that
2: nuts? I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've read that. Yeah, but, that had an interesting take on Mr. Mxyzptlk. Right? When, when I don't want um, to spoil this uh
1: super like famous decades-old old story. story.
0: <laughs> I have never actually read it, but I've heard of it so many times that <laughs> Oh, Riley. I know, gotta, right? Well, right. you know. It's 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 one of one of the reasons why like okay, so we're since we're talking like iconic DC characters here cuz like because Bob, you you got to work on both. You know,
2: you got to do. I'm assuming Batman as well in this because of Ace the Batman. Yeah, Brown. the whole the whole Justice League and our villain was Mister Mixie's Piddleck.
0: <laughs> nice. And you said it. The, yeah, you said it the proper way this time.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think Mixle was
0: the Super Friends version. Like, I was right? the Super
2: Friends with Mixle yeah. and then
0: on the on the animated series is Mixius Piddleck. Um, <clears throat> uh what was I going to say? I totally forgot. Clip oh, like. Here's the <laughs> kids will play. here's the thing. I, I feel like Superman, because of that story, actually got an end to his adventures. Even though he yeah. did well that version coming. of
2: him did for sure. Yeah.
0: But that was great. And like Batman never got a satisfying end. I know that like the Batman of Earth 2 got killed in a really kind of mediocre story. But like I would love to see like Batman eventually you don't think
2: the Dark Knight returns satisfies that criteria? Yeah, that's a good question because I realize as I was saying it like Dark Knight Returns because that I feel like it was the original vision for that book was It like, was and, the I, ending and, of and, Batman and I, you know the fact that he went
0: back you know decades later and did a sequel I don't think that undermines the original work as much but I guess in a sense it is the end of Batman but like that last page is literally him like it's a good you know a good beginning or something he says mm. when he I just never felt fine in the way that They whatever happened to the man of tomorrow and and there's there's been been several sequels to this (laughs)
2: Um,
0: (laughs) i recently read this uh interesting uh what it was like an old school batman comic from the 70s or early 80s or something i think was the huntress's origin story or something that's kind of like batman writing like writing a letter from like when he's older in age and telling like the story of how, you know, he married Catwoman and she recently okay. died and but like they had this daughter, the Huntress and stuff. And, it's, and like that kind of I liked it because it kind of gave Batman as happy an ending as you could hope he could have. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. That's the Earth Two Batman where like the characters are all, like 20 years older. And right. Helena Wayne and stuff. But like they eventually kill that Batman in a crappy Justice Society story
1: oh okay uh,
0: it's it's, uh, it's and it's actually i think it's but i think paul levitt's wrote both those stories i think paul levitt's created the huntress and also killed a batman this very unceremonial kind of just disappointing story oh probably cut this part out in case we ever want to have mr you know who drew an awesome superman that i'm just remembering uh uh john bushima he almost i, I think he think only I've drew him in that. one comic maybe two but i recently read um The uh, Spider-Man, Superman crossover. And it's awesome. Like, I love the way John Bishima draws Superman. You know, I can actually picture now there's that one picture of Hulk punching him and he's just standing there. Yeah, it's great. great. Well, I mean, Bishima draws everything great. That's true. But his Superman, I mean, like his Spider-Man's a bit on the bulkier side, but like his like Superman, it it just looks awesome. I don't know. So if you ever get a chance to read that comic, which will probably never be reprinted. (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, again at this point you can find older reprints but um yeah, that one i really like that, that one in existence yeah that's good anyway who draws like... the best crypto that's uh, other than bobby timoney <laughs> well bobby timoney does of
2: course what you draw the uh, best yeah crypto. obviously i just well i don't know i have my own version of crypto before the book i'm sorry before the movie came out i was pitching a super pets project already and that they, they ended up not liking. But I had my own designs for, for all the characters. And I, I thought for a while that the book was dead. But then the movie came out and they're like, hey, we're making the Super Pets. <laughs> like, hey, the wait book, a finally!" Minute. Yeah, And I was still on board somehow. So I was like, okay, I'll draw that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have a,
0: I have a dumb question. Was the Super Pets actually like a property? I mean, I know a lot of these characters preexisted in some way or form. Was this actually a property before the movie? Like, was there oh, yeah.
2: a Super Pets there, comic? There, yes, there's definitely been Super Pets I comics. Knew the Legion of
0: Super Pets,
2: which was Streaky
0: the Super Cat, uh-huh. uh, Comet the Super Horse, Beppo the Super Monkey, and Crypto the Super Dog, and Prodi right. the Prody. Blob. Yeah. Wait, the did, Blob, yeah. Did the Super Pets ever have... I know they appeared in, like, you know, they, they've been in lead stories in, like, Superboy or whatever, but I didn't know if they'd ever actually had their own comic.
2: Um, there must be, you know, be a that's a good question. question I know Crypto had his own comic book, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And <laughs> I may um, be talking out of my butt on that one, but, but I'm pretty sure Crypto had his own comic book. And there's, there's been Super Pets graphic novels and, and there's a, a new collected edition actually of, of, of classic Super Pets stories. So, yes, might have been backup features. I don't know if they ever had their own book. Um, I don't know the answer to that.
0: Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure I'll, Art Balthazar drew one at some point yeah um well, but
2: yeah he drew the that whole There was like the encyclopedia oh, of the super pets yeah, and it had like every super pet in it
0: i have read that <laughs> yeah. my, like every single entry so many times um my kids yeah. know more about like dc comics through who owns what super pet than, <laughs> like through any other form um what, so when you okay, how many okay, so people were...
2: were like really defensive of these characters for not appearing in the movie like Like Wonder Woman's kangaroo Jumpa. everybody's like, "Where's Jumpa? But like, by far the the most requested character that wasn't in the movie was Streaky. Everybody's always wondering where. Kind of
0: stunning that Streaky wasn't in there.
2: Yeah, maybe they're saving Streaky for the sequel. sequel, I don't know. I I was, was I mean,
0: sort of the premise of the movie is that other than Crypto, like the other characters are just getting their powers, right? So it's not like, yeah, that's
2: true. I feel like like maybe replacing the
0: classic super pets. They're just, you know. The other yeah. ones just don't get a chance to show up.
2: So I feel in the Super Pets movie, there's there's a couple characters that were that are introduced for the movie, but for recurring characters, you got Crypto Ace, Chip the Green Lantern squirrel, and I think Merton was also based the turtle is based on a super deep cut DC character called the Merton McSquirtle <laughs> turtle. Yeah, sounds filthy.
1: <laughs>
0: is, yeah. Wait, isn't that what's the Flash's turtle called? Doesn't he? Is just Flash Turtle or
1: is
2: there a Flash Turtle? Speedy,
0: it might be speed No, I does don't know. In has- the in the Encyclopedia of Super Pets, the Flash has a turtle.
2: Oh, okay. Um, of course, he. Does. I'll have to go look. <laughs>
0: so oh, wait, wait, okay. So when you had your own designs for the Super Pets, what uh, what type of dog did you base Crypto on?
2: Crypto was originally going to be a, a German Shepherd in my version. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and then uh, I think I had him as a Great Dane briefly t- too.
0: Uh, Great Dane. That's yeah. hey, Canonically, what is Crypto supposed to be? I've always assumed he was like a weird Kryptonian dog that because Crypto.
2: Like, oh, I'm I, sorry. I thought we were talking about Ace. I was oh, about Yeah. Ace. Okay. That's I've seen that Ace as a Great out.
0: Dane before. I've never. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Crypto is just sort of like your uh, your every dog, I guess. He's a a mutt, a nondescript breed. Mm. Maybe maybe he's got some bit of Labrador in him. Maybe.
0: Because he seems kind of small
2: yeah he's he a medium-sized kind of,
0: dog he's got floppy ears he I mean, might he's just kind be like a crotonian
2: breed too so that's what yeah. i always assumed
0: right I, and- I, I i always <laughs> assumed that was because like there are so few comic artists who actually know how to draw animals well that they're just kind of like
1: <laughs> uh
0: draw <laughs> we, a dog shaped thing and that, that should be a thing me. like we have a of draw, like draw a kid and draw an an, an, an animal and
1: just yeah. like draw i got pretty good at
2: animal. drawing animals on this book i bet <laughs> for some because so, these uh these characters even though they're animals they'll they'll pull some uh, very human poses sometimes but they sure. still have like animal joints
1: <laughs> right
2: so i so got like, this how do you
0: make them flex <laughs>
2: yeah i got this german shepherd action figure he's like three inches long but he's super articulated so for some of the more uh, challenging poses i would make this little action figure dog like pull these like superman poses As best I could and take pictures of it for reference. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a pet in real life? Not anymore. I had a rabbit, but my rabbit died. (laughs) If you look at the Super Pets book, though, the dedication is to all the pets we've had, the whole creative team. And then I drew everybody's pet. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: For the dedication. Did your rabbit have powers? I had uh, a super-sized rabbit, I guess. It was a 20-pound rabbit.
0: Oh yeah, your rabbit was freaking huge.
2: Yeah, it was a Flemish Giant. It was like a huge, huge rabbit. People would see the pictures and be like, "What?" Yeah, he was uh, when he would spread out because rabbits, you know, when they when they lay down, they'll spread out and they get. He's so luxurious to pet. He was three feet long and just so soft and furry. And just pet him for days. He <laughs> was a great rabbit.
0: Before working on the super pets, you you mentioned a book you did for Zuda that was um, uh, was. The night, night owls. Night owls.
2: Yeah, it was uh the premise of that one. I guess this is how I broke into comics. It was uh the premise for that it was a team of detectives in 1920s New York and they solved supernatural crime. And uh I had heard about the Zuda thing because I went to uh Jim Hanley's Universe, I think?
1: Yeah, yeah, Jim Hanley's universe, University.
2: And I was doing uh the 24 hour comics challenge at Jim Hanley's Universe, so we were there all night and uh Dan Goldman was there and uh, Josh Adams, Neil Adams swung by in the middle of the night with a bucket of chicken for everybody. That was cool. (laughs) But, uh, but Dan told me about Zuda comics and said, and he was like, yeah, you should, uh, should submit a comic. So I had this night owls idea that I was uh, working on. So
0: wait, what, what was Zuda comics for the people listening who haven't heard this? Oh
2: yeah. Zuda comics DC uh, like back in the. 2010, 2008 or nine. Yeah. They came out with this uh, website that was a, a web comics website, and their plan was to have a contest every month, and they'd have ten web comics, and then whoever they, everybody voted on which ones they liked the best, and then whoever won got a contract to do a, what they called a season worth of comics, which I think was about um, how much was a season sixty uh, pages, mm-hmm. okay. yeah.
1: So was that uh, like my, my brother and
2: I, what?
0: Oh, so, so what, so what, how, how often did it come out? Like, I guess a chapter of ours week. came
2: out, started a, like a page every week, but that oh, was okay. kind of slow for me. So then we, I went to two pages a week and did Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. And it ran that way for like three years cause it kept getting renewed and then they collected it. Cool. But uh, yeah, that was it. So I, uh, I what
1: was really the- lucky.
2: My brother and I, we, we put this, this packet together. And uh, we were editorially selected, so we didn't have to actually compete in the competition, which was nice. Because at the time, I didn't know anything about the Internet and, right. and all that. So I'm I'm sure I would have lost that contest.
0: Well, this was in like the, <laughs> this was in like the early webcomic day. Well, not the early, early webcomic days. Like, obviously, Penny Arcade was already a huge hit at that point, but it was before comiXology and anything like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, we, I, we, uh,
1: we met the guys
2: we met the guys who, who created comiXology back when it was still this this new app they just made. And we, yeah. we went out for drinks and we're talking about it and stuff. So it's, it was really interesting to see its meteoric rise like that.
0: Yeah, no kidding. What was um, the division of labor with your brother on Night Owls? Like, how did the two of you work? They, and
2: I, I just feel like I should mention for the audience,
0: the <laughs> twin brother, the oft-mentioned twin brother. Yeah, the off mentioned twin, twin brother. know.
2: So what happened was the the night owls was my idea and I wrote the first uh, I think seven pages of it and uh, I think the packet I think wanted ten, so I needed three more pages. and I was doing it Sunday comic style. So each page was like a its own separate installment. and uh, sometimes there were one one off gags and sometimes there'd be a little recurring story. but I needed a couple extra pages while I was working on the, the pitch and I had the the deadline was coming up. So Pete wrote those extra pages for me while I was drawing the, the ones that I had written.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. And
2: then uh, then what happened was we won the contest and all of a sudden we needed all this extra content. <laughs> and uh, and I, I called Pete up like, I need you. And he wrote every page of it since then. So, oh, wow. Yeah. And does, cool. Pete, does Pete draw at all? Pete is a talented cartoonist. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, not on, because, you know, I put a lot more work into it growing up than he did. Like our interests sort of diverged there where he became way more interested in the writing aspect and I became more interested in the drawing. But, you know, just like I can write when I have to, Pete also can draw a little when he has to.
0: Sibling dynamics are always very interesting that way. Like we're, you know, presumably we're all pulling from a very similar genetic pool. In the case of you and your brother, a very similar genetic pool. Yeah, there is the tendency among you know, where everybody wants to have their own identity. So, a lot of times in a family, if there's somebody who draws like the eldest, you know, I mm-hmm. figure the siblings probably have that same skill, but or <laughs> same ability
2: level, but they tend uh, to develop it because they got to find their own voice too. I think me and my brother, of all of our siblings, <laughs> were the only ones really interested in drawing growing up, like,
1: mm. yeah.
0: So. I was just reading something recently that was really interesting. Where you know how like scientists love studying twins and stuff like that to see like yeah. like okay <laughs> what what, what's the difference between you know we pretty much have two people that are so similar what yeah. can we make that's different or how do we measure things or whatever. But recently they've been looking into people who look a whole lot alike that aren't actually related. I saw <laughs> this. I didn't read yeah. it, but I saw this article. <laughs> how apparently it goes a little bit deeper than skin right right well like like apparently these people would frequently have a lot of other genes that were in common too that were just i guess like you know there's only so many genes and so many people and eventually you're gonna get the same combinations showing up and so when they looked the same they also had other similar traits and that was pretty interesting
2: that is pretty interesting and i think you got to remember also that people like my brother and i we have a very almost the same set of genes but just because you have those genes doesn't mean they're going to express the same way right. yeah sure. yeah so like your brother for people not he's three feet taller <laughs> well better. there are some differences we're we're uh we're mirror twins so we're not exactly copies of each other we're mirror hey. images of
0: each other like so one of you is right-handed one is left handed
2: yes i'm left-handed he's right-handed i raised my uh Left eyebrow he raises his right one. What? Even our hair swirls in opposite directions. I didn't yeah, know that was weird. A yeah, yeah, and when we were kids, our teeth would grow in on opposite sides at the same time It's well. rippy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, so we're mirror twins. I think something like eight to nine percent of identical twins are mirrored, or something like that.
1: Huh.
2: Hmm. Can
0: you <laughs> think of Pain like Tomax and Zaymot? from the Nah.
2: Those guys were I don't know. The only they were mirrored. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Growing up as a queens. twin, they were making that shit up. The only time people would ask us that question was as an excuse, some preamble to try and punch one of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, second yeah.
2: Well, we got to test it out, and they, would, you know, and people always try to pit us against each other. Who would win in a fight? We don't fight. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> no. mirrored, so you would throw like you'd throw a right at the same time, like you're fifth Yeah, right yeah, in right the middle. Yeah, if it ever know. did come to blows, it would be a presumably very even match. A battle of the century.
0: <laughs> there was something we were talking about before we started recording. that We, were, oh, we got to save this for the show.
2: Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, was it how I went to San Diego thinking I was going to see George there? Oh, yeah. Because George tweeted me and he's like, oh, yay. Congratulations on the book. No, wait, know, yeah, yeah, you know, So wait, Where yeah. are you going to be signing? He wanted, to, he wanted a copy of the book. And I'm like, oh, George remembers me. That's so sweet. Cause we, it had been a few years since I seen George. He's
0: uh, trying to cut into my territory. <laughs> it was a different George. It was a different
2: George O'Connor altogether. <laughs> so I okay. saw Riley people... on the floor before I saw the other George, I saw Riley and I was like, oh yeah. And George came up in conversation and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to see him later. He wants, he wants a copy of my book. Did and Riley's like, George isn't here. I'm like, <laughs> are you sure? Cause I had a tweet. That says he was coming and it was a different george it was a different george o'connor in fact yeah and there's, uh you know really like, nice guy he was great and he you know he loved he loved my
0: book is he a nice guy or does this want to think he's a nice
2: guy well you know
0: i'm honestly i, I didn't to
2: get, get to talk to him for very long but my impression was he's a he was sociable
0: cool. good like i've, I've <laughs> okay so you, you people at home listening uh there's another george <laughs> o'connor in the comics industry um we are not me. related they're not related. Not no, they twi- don't, don't look, look anything animal. alike. No, nope. um, we're both bipedal carbon-based life forms. Yeah, they are both That's people. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the as other George O'Connor know. is actually—he's a nice guy. He's—I um, oh, actually shared papers. a table with him at
2: a convention once.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, thinking it was my George O'Connor, but was it no? I uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the whole time you were fooled. <laughs> that would be
0: funny if it was the whole time, because like yeah, we don't look at very similar at all. I think he used to teach a class at Comics Experience, which um, is a online comic class thing that I, you know, help out with the message board and giving people advice and stuff there. Um, but it, we were both sitting at the Comics Experience table at a, some comic convention or other. And so I was got to hang out with him. and was just like, oh, man, my buddy George, <laughs> you <laughs> cause him so, much, so many headaches because so many people think you're the same person. It happens every, I would say, at least once a year where I get tagged in a series of posts like of by some promoter saying I'm going to be at a show or something. And I'm like, no, that's the other George. And I imagine <laughs> it happens to him too back. Like, yeah. like, if he's listening, he is a nice guy, but I will eventually have to destroy you.
2: I feel like if you got to add in a middle initial, that should be, oh
0: just I'm take the apostrophe lady. out
2: and add a period and that's the only on, difference uh, <laughs> George, O'Connor. George <laughs> <Uh-oh>, Connor. <laughs> speaking of twins <laughs> it's, it's all a lot related of in
0: this episode
2: we're staying on the theme <laughs> so
0: people you may have noticed that we have a history with Mr. Timoney and uh <laughs> it's just it's interesting to share because As you may or may not know, the Hypothetical Island podcast came about as an extension of the time that Riley and I shared a studio. We shared a studio for years in the same room, but there were many iterations of studios in the same building in Brooklyn. And in fact, Riley first joined in this building as he was the head of his own studio that eventually he folded into ours. Well, by folded, you joined and kicked all those other guys to the curb. (laughs) (laughs) At its height, we must have had four or five different rooms of this conclave of artists who were comics, studios. And yeah, Bobby, that was a good time. We were never actually studio mates, Bobby, but you were uh, yeah. another studio. studio neighbors,
2: involved. I guess. Yeah, and you,
0: <laughs> your studio was probably best known for changing its name about every three weeks.
2: Yeah. What yeah. were some <laughs> of the names that your studio was known for? <laughs> the Salt Mine was the one that came, came up. Because you had white walls, right? Yeah, and you or, know. It was that we end. used to always say, like, when because I was sharing with my friend Kevin Colden, famous comics artist Kevin Colden, and uh, we, we would, uh, as we were walking up to the studio, be like, Well, it's time to, to hit the salt <laughs> mines again.
1: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <laughs> that just kind
2: of became the uh, the name of the, the studio for a while, and then it was Fantastic 4B because I think it was uh, room 4B. I think and it was and then we had a 4 e was it? I do I, so. I forget. But we had a big, uh, like, fantastic four-poster door-sized that I printed up at my the ad agency I was working at. And uh, yeah, so it, it's had a few names. Those are the two I remember off the top of my head. You know, there was definitely others that kind of went by, but it was like, yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, just, it was a great place to be because it was just like this rolling group of like, you had like five or six people in your room. We had like six or seven in ours. Next there, was door- a, there was a lot. I, I felt like we were really kind of trying to take over the whole. Building with comic book artists, which yeah, for a
2: while there we almost didn't, we almost got away with it, (laughs) and then the entire
0: thing got sold to make presumably condos.
2: Yeah, I left uh, shortly before that happened because my uh, my wife's job had us moving out to California, and now you
0: live in Anaheim, right?
2: No, I live in North Hollywood. My wife works at Disney, but not Disneyland. She works at the Burbank Glendale campuses. Glendale, yeah. That's it. And she is Minnie Mouse, right? <laughs> My <laughs> Minnie Mouse. Yeah, she does like audio production, that kind of stuff. I think oh. she's working on uh, audiobooks now at Disney.
0: Nice. It's been great reconnecting with you again, Bobby, like having a little bit of an old under the bridge studio reunion. If people are being introduced to you the first time and like want to learn more about you and assuming you want people to learn more about you, like where's <laughs> the spot for people to find the adventures of Bobby Timoney online?
2: I, I do have some social media. I am notoriously bad at keeping up with it, but I do occasionally update my Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I'm at Bobby Timoney on both of those. And I have a, a, I think I have two websites now. I have the twin comics website that, uh, that I also don't update and my portfolio website, Bobby But you also don't update that. I don't update that either. If you, <laughs> I guess following my, uh, my Twitter, and Instagram, and I have the Art of Bobby Timoney Facebook page as well. And that's probably your best bet of finding out where I'm going to be <laughs> and what I'm doing. And heck, if
0: we're talking about defunct and seldom updated media, why not go to Zuda Comics? I don't think Zuda Comics exists anymore. Well, I'm sure it, it doesn't. That's why yeah, I'm. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say
2: like, I'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't think, I think that's been scrubbed. I think it was also time. flash based and flashes since died since then. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I'm yeah. typing it in. I want to see what, zuda uh, wikipedia like, from, riley gets you know, a facebook virus Twitch? yeah i know. <laughs> the uh, Nah, i can't actually find it anywhere i Just still have my zuda mouse
2: pad though nice good,
0: <laughs> good logo it, it has a facebook what? page zuda comics facebook Get has been it? updated it it since 2010 um no <laughs> the, first, <laughs> the first post up here is october 10th 2010 all right oh, oh. man that's rough <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: those were good. Com-
2: like I mean, Legon millions. I got videos, all my man. rights back, so that's good. Yeah, that's great. I own the Night Owls again.
0: Um and uh, um Steve Ellis, who was a former, another former studio mate, mm-hmm. and also and another former Zootite. Yeah, yeah. i a former so um, guest on the podcast. He talks more about his Zuda experience as well.
2: I bet he well, did a in good, that
1: good one, episode.
0: Yeah. What? No, his was a terrible episode. Was it? He was very (laughs) sullen. He wouldn't talk.
2: Yeah, that sounds like him.
0: Just one (laughs) syllable for
2: everything. (laughs) Like, he and he goes, Yup. Was it fun? Yup. Now I know you're pulling my leg, because, like, (laughs) I went and I drew with Steve Ellis at his studio once. And I was like, man, I love Steve Ellis, but I can't be drawing in the studio anymore. The guy never shuts up; it just goes on and on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but yeah, but go check out that episode if you guys want to hear more about that. Steve is a great guy. Yeah. He is. Um. Uh. So that's where you find Bobby. You can find us at the Hypothetical Island Podcast. Um. You can download the podcast wherever great podcasts can be downloaded from, and you can find us on social media at uh, social find us at social, social media <laughs> you can find us on social media uh on twitter at, at hypothetic isle or on instagram at, at hypothetical island nice and yeah go up make sure you go out there and check out that super bits prequel currently playing in theaters, I believe, and okay. streaming on the probably still existing by the time this airs HBO Max. And if uh, just your hypothetical island fix of me this week isn't enough, coming up in a few weeks, because they actually have a little bit more of a lead time than us, I stepped in as the co-host for previous guest Tim Hamilton's SETI BIMCO podcast, where we watched and discussed the 1996 marvel failed pilot generation x oh my god yeah it was <laughs> it was something I, it, it's a lot more than i remembered a lot more than i expected i'll just say that oh man, i'll have to watch i'll have to listen to that because i remember that like i was such a huge generation x fan when that comic came out and it, that movie thing was so confusing and strange and not the same characters like it was just not you know it's 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 me being stunned. I took pages of notes watching this thing on a blurry <laughs> cup of YouTube. It's one of the most befuddling adaptations <laughs> of anything I've ever seen. So look for that on a future episode of SETI Bim Co. So once again, thanks for listening to the Hypothetical Island podcast. This was George O'Connor.
2: This was Riley Brown. And this was Bobby Timoney. Thanks again. Hypothetical Island. Hypothetical Island.